Hi, I'm Hannah Durden and you're listening to the Outdoors Group podcast. This podcast is a call to arms to get children and young people outside again. It's your one-stop shop for all things outdoor, child, young person and education related. Thanks for tuning in. I'm joined this morning by Ian from Our Spectrum Adventures. Ian and his daughter Eve are coming towards the end of an absolutely phenomenal adventure that they've been undertaking since March this year. And I was really thrilled when I contacted Ian and Sarah and they agreed to spare me an hour to chat this morning. So, yeah, thank you for joining me, Ian. Awesome. Hello. And <laughs> um, so I think if we start at the, re- at the beginning. Can you tell us like exactly what it is that you guys are doing and what you've been doing all year and why why you've been doing it? Well, on March the 1st of this year, me and Eve set off from Dunnet Head, which is the most northerly point of mainland Britain. We walked yeah. from there around to um, John O'Groats, and from John O'Groats we headed south towards Land's End, and from Land's End we're going round the coast a bit further to Lizard Point, which is the most southerly point of mainland Britain, so we're doing the entire... UK top to bottom end to end most people do Land's End to John O'Groats or John O'Groats to Land's End um thinking that's that's like the entire UK but it's not there like the two furthest geographical points yeah there's a point of the two furthest north to south that we're combining it all into one route we're doing it it's about 1300 miles all in all and we're doing it to raise money for the National Autistic Society and just to try and raise raise a bit of awareness and challenge a few sort of stereotypes that autism is a limiting, um, I want to say condition, but it's not condition, it just is, Um, but but it can limit you when in actual fact it doesn't. It can in certain aspects of people's lives and it does prove quite challenging, but in other aspects it doesn't and it can provide a good stepping stone and certainly a good springboard to achieve stuff that most other people simply can't i mean most of the great people of the world either have or uh, are very closely associated with autism i mean elon musk people most people have heard of him he's on the spectrum einstein was believed to potentially been on the spectrum etc etc i mean this just goes on and on so, so yeah Awesome. And where are you right now? So obviously you've been going since March. So you're. I've got to confess, I'm not actually and <laughs> sure. Sarah's sat next to me. I've got even friends of me. <laughs> so she, I think she's just brief, yeah, quickly trying to have a look. Because half the places we go through and end up, to be perfectly frank with you, I can't pronounce half. Tiny little places, yeah. But I mean, you're <laughs> yeah. down, you're down, you're West Country now, aren't you? Yeah, we don't probably yeah. give or take a thousand miles. You're at a place called Vic Nonna. Vic Nolla. Oh, well, sure I've not heard that. that. <laughs> no, so no, I'm sure I'm... It's near Minehead. Near I'm Minehead. Sure I'm oh, that's so... totally wrong. So, so you're near the south Yeah, we're not that far. We're we're following it more sort of through the middle, and then we're going to yeah. pick up the southwest coastal path from Barnstable. So okay. once we sort of, so it's almost like we're on the penultimate section before Fresh, the start yeah. of the end. Okay. You know what I mean? So yeah, so. So, that's exciting yeah. i mean the southwest coast path is like well i'm, I'm south Devon, so it's kind of my stomping ground but I'm, yeah. I just love it. it's beautiful i'm trying to do more of the north Devon coast so i'm looking forward to seeing all your pictures of it as uh, you guys get to that point yeah the, the, there's a lot down there we've not done really much time or hiking or on that down there so it's quite exciting for us because it's all yeah. kind of new because we're sort of more used to 
Northern England, Midlands, when we're younger, and obviously Scotland, where we where we now live. So yeah. yeah. And so Eve is eight, isn't she? She's eight. She's eight now. When we started doing the walk, she was she was only just turned eight by about two weeks. Okay. I I can't believe that she's done yeah what do you say almost a thousand miles at eight years old and and she's keeping going what is it that she loves about it what's kind of keeping her going um well when I read your your questions my first gut instinct was polo mints at the moment (laughs) obviously there's I think it's just for all of us even particular being outdoors is just what works it's just just the it it just works everything about it you can be free you can be wild you can just get on with life and there's no sort of preconditions there's no expectations there's no social norms like that you can just sort of live and I think that with Eve as all children if you really have any issues with Eve it's indoors when we get her outdoors she's a fundamentally different child at her very core and and she just becomes a totally different person and it's brilliant it's awesome to see her so happy outgoing just gain this totally different perspective on everything it's fundamentally different and I think unless you kind of know her and you've seen the differences it kind of sounds a little bit romanticized or something like that but unless you see it you can't sort of grasp the, the the sort of differences in in her and and it's good it's great it's what it's obviously what we want as yeah parents no, no it makes sense to me because yeah we as, as I think I said to you the other, uh, in our our emails we work with um yeah lots of uh, autistic kids and like the amount of times that parents and teachers and stuff come and say that you know they're a completely different child when they're outside with you compared to how they are in the school like it's just yeah. it's transformative isn't it being outside yeah, I mean, but there is the other other side of it. We've met people that um they're on spectrum, and it's the complete opposite. They struggle, mm. the parents struggle to get them outside and get them into the forest and get them dirty and all that sort of stuff. And so yeah. it is, it, it, do you know what I mean? It's like it's a spectrum. So yeah, so it's not going to work If you've met someone on the spectrum, you've met one person, one person. on the spectrum, yeah, and that's it. But Everyone it works for it. Eve, and you obviously but enjoy it. Yeah, it works for you. Well, it works for all of us. We've both got a, a light for the outdoors. Sarah used to work in the outdoors. She's got stacks of qualifications in it from guiding rafts. And, oh, yeah, I can't, I can't even begin to list them. She's got so many. So, yeah. And then, so, yeah, so so it's kind of what we what we do and where we like to be. So, yeah. Awesome. And uh, the snacks are obviously helpful as well. <laughs> the oh, yeah, yeah. Well, well, at the end day, she's eight years old, isn't she? Yeah, absolutely. Refined sugar does have quite a, quite a potent effect. So, yeah. Yeah, well, when we good. go to the lakes, um, the one motivator for any of the walking we do is the Kendall Mint Cake. Are we going to have mint cake today? Oh, go on then. Is it a long enough walk to demand Kendall Mint Cake? And the kids are like, it's always Kendall Mint Cake on a walk. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, we carry Kendall Mint Cake, but we tend to use that as a... As a, as a bit of a boost when when things are getting a little bit difficult and challenging and now yeah. we're trying to be as a as a sort of yeah as a um booster yeah so pretty much that's what i was trying to remember uh, but i can't remember what it is now but the, the, that we use but yeah it's kind of uh yeah when things are hard we, we really need to really need that extra <laughs> boost to get to the end yeah yeah pull out the kendall mint cake and yeah <laughs> <laughs> What's your favourite, the brown one or the blue one? I prefer the 
brown sugar, he prefers the white sugar. Right, so we take it in turns. So at the moment, we did have a brown sugar. We've used most of that up, so now we're carrying a white sugar. Brown and that's it. That will go brown. So we, <laughs> so we can flip it. <laughs> I like that. Very fair. <laughs> <laughs> we, did, we did try. <laughs> so um, obviously, you're saying you've been trying to raise um, awareness about autism and, as you said, it not being kind of a limiting thing. How's it kind of gone? Uh, over the last couple of months, have you had any kind of conversations or particular encounters that have stood out um, where you've been talking to people about this? Or, Well, we get a lot of messages on social media. I mean, a lot, a lot. Yeah. I mean, seriously, a lot. More than I, doing the walk and most time could, to be honest, ever hope to keep up with. So Sarah tends to deal with a lot of that. Um, so we get a lot of messages of support, of encouragement, of you've inspired us, we're doing this now, we're doing that, which is awesome and, and it's kind of the point. For From a bit of a personal perspective, I suppose, one of the ones that stands out more recently is when we got invited up to Worcester with uh, with some army veterans and we got invited into like the town hall and we met the mayor and had tea and cake and got shown around, et cetera, et cetera. Because that was, that was, I mean, that just doesn't, tend to happen not yeah. to joe blog to get invited in and the mayor's there to greet yeah, her and all amazing. that so yeah that, that that was pretty epic to be honest i quite yeah we, we quite enjoyed that and i certainly hope that stays with eve so yeah so yeah but i suppose it's all it's just all the little things like like the inspiration if you can give to someone just to get out and try something or think about something slightly differently etc so yeah i thought it's a big stuff but it's often the little stuff i think that has a big yeah. sim- long-term impact so yeah so yeah, yeah. I mean, I've seen your page shared all over the place because I, yeah, I, I saw it in the home ed community first of all, and then I saw other people sharing it, and I was like, oh, it's kind of, it felt a bit like you're going viral. <laughs> <laughs> well, good, good. It's, uh, it would be good if it, if it happened. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Have you how how have you found like the home ed community? So you're in Scotland. So, um, what's the home ed community like up there, and the kind of support they gave you to go off? Yeah, it's good. It's good. There's there is Sarah uh, uh, speaks to quite a lot of them more than I do, and we've mm-hmm. had a lot of encouragement and support, and we've taken her to the odd meet here and there, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And it, and it's good. It, it's nice. And and the whole thing with home education as well is it is it does free you up to do stuff that the state education system simply can't. Yeah. I mean, no disrespect to them, but they. They, they don't have the, the facilities of finances etc to do this sort of stuff so so yeah it's been pretty awesome to be honest and we do as I say on because we're on social media and we put it yeah. on there we get a lot of comments and messages coming from other home educators saying if you need help with this you need support with that even yeah. if you need a sleeping or a dinner or you're getting an issue give us a call etc so I mean we've had some genuinely lovely people contact us it's got nothing to do with the whole autism thing and it is more to do with the home education thing yeah. because because we're able to do this sort of stuff yeah so yeah so no it's been pretty epic to be honest the amount of diversity there is in the people that seem to support supporters follow us yeah and, and yeah hopefully we can give back as much and as good as we get so yeah yeah yeah, so you're kind of um, you're also raising awareness of home ed as well, I guess, to people that are kind of wanting to know a bit about it. We are. I mean, it's, to be perfectly blunt and frank, it, it that was kind of never the thought. No, it no. was never the. You know, it wasn't the thought we're going to do this whole thing to do with home education. I mean, no. I mean, in all honesty, I think the whole COVID 
situation has, has put home education a bit more into the spotlight anyway. Yeah. So, um, but it, it, it's, it's another string to the bow and it's one that we're very proud to champion and hopefully yeah. promote. And it does help. It does help, but it with us because Sarah is a qualified teacher. So I think yeah. that's something that, that I think is appropriate to say. Sarah has been to university. She's got all her qualified teacher status, et cetera, et cetera, which yeah. just helps. But it's by no means a limiting factor. You do not need to have a teacher in the family in order to home educate. I mean, there's so you, that you don't need, but it's helpful for us as, 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 yeah. as a family. Yeah. Certainly don't have any formal academic... Yeah, well. I was going to say, well, I home educate my three and neither of us are teachers. And people always say, oh, do you not need to be a teacher? I was like, no, no, it's just about facilitation, isn't it? And giving them those opportunities like you've been able to give Eve this summer. Well, that, well that's it, especially at the younger age. I think, and I do genuinely think it's more about character building and giving them the the appropriate life skills, life knowledge, their viewpoint into the world, etc. Because at the end of the day, education, especially Academic, yes, once you get more complicated stuff, if you're dealing with Pythagoras theorem. Oh, I can't say that. Yeah, Pythagoras. Sorry, I've got Or some of the more intricate details of physics and chemistry. Yeah, yeah, I think you need to maybe do a bit of research and a bit of home learning yourself, etc. But it's about character building, because if you do that and you do it right and you do it well and a lot of that sort of stuff will start to sort of come and fall into place the child will start to learn what they love and what they want to yeah. do and they follow it I mean the amount of, of people that that do achieve great and you talk to them and a lot of it's self-facilitated the, the school may be provided a direction and, and that but a lot of it's self-taught because the end yeah. of the day the education system, regardless of whether you facilitate it or the state facilitates it, will only get you so far. Ultimately, no one's going to force you to sit in a classroom yeah. and read, learn. That has to come from you. No yeah. teacher in the world is going to make a child learn. That's got to come from you. Yeah. If you can give the child um, a set of skills, an outlook on life, and that make that allows that to be a self or internalised, then to be honest surely that's the best because then they can do anything yeah absolutely yeah the anyway. amount of people you meet who say oh you know who are really successful and say oh, I came out of school with no GCSEs but I really love this so I made it made it work for myself then and I believe uh, like Alan Sugar I don't believe he's ever been to university so it could be wrong but yeah no I've got a feeling you're right though and and no one can say he's unsuccessful can they yeah so yeah yeah so that's very cool. Yeah, you've definitely inspired lots of us down here. There's a friend of mine who she's got three who she home eds and they've just started getting into hiking. And she was the person that shared it first of all, because she was like, oh, my goodness, like, I think her boys are really inspired by it. She's starting to do Good. little like overnight two night trips with like them one at a time. But um, yeah, building up, I think, to a big one with all three of them. <laughs> uh, well, but that's it. I mean, we're doing something quite big. But at the end of the day, it doesn't have to be. It could yeah. just be walk around your local park we could be going to a different park or it could be going it could be anything and if you go camping and you go car camping and you've got three tons of kit because that's what makes you feel comfortable and happy then so be it yeah so it doesn't have to be this big grand thing that we're trying to do with a bit more it it, it, it can be small and little and stay within your 
your comfort zone. Yeah. You don't want to make yourself down stressed because you'll pass on to the kids anyway. Yeah. So just keep it real. So yeah. Yeah, yeah keep what you need. Yeah, exactly. Um, we mentioned earlier a bit about uh, well, why you guys like being outdoors um so much. Is there anything in particular that she kind of has identified to you guys about what she likes about being outside? Like, does she talk about it much, or is it just that you guys have seen how much happier she is outside? Then she she is happier. Things in particular, I think it's it's just that feeling of being outside, being free, having that sort of feeling, being away from people, and because I mean, none of us really like the towns and cities and people yeah. that sort of stuff. So when we're out in the hills or in the forests and that, it doesn't matter. We I mean, we walk down the trail and we're singing and we're shouting and we're yeah. playing, messing around and we're yanking on each other and put do you know what I mean you can just but you can't do that when you're walking in this town so I think it's that sense of freedom and liberation yeah. that you can get and it's just you can see stuff and like like we were looking at an old wall with trees growing up the top of it and it's just it's just that whole being outside now uh, we heard a uh, there was a a psychologist that told us once that maybe walking is quite popular with on the spectrum because it's like a pattern it's like the monotony of step okay. on step on step. Yeah. yeah i don't know it could be something a bit more deep like that but i think it's probably just being outside being free and yeah. just nature i mean because if we see birds and it's just the whole the whole thing trying to pinpoint it to some specific thing i think would probably be a bit naive i think it's just the whole package yeah no, yeah so yeah when um when you're kind of not doing your mega challenges what does like your kind of daily uh like your kind of life at home look like in terms of outdoors are you guys outside a lot at home as well we do. We, we try and get outside as much as you can. I mean, moving to Scotland, it was one of the reasons we moved to Scotland, albeit we've lived in Scotland for years, even before he was born. But yeah, we go outside as much as we can. Um, it's a bit harder. It can be in summer in Scotland because of tourists and the legendary Scottish midge can make it a little bit <laughs> challenging. I was talking um, about the midges. Is it like just like one month or is it most of the summer? About six months of the year. Oh, months. gosh. OK. <laughs> And they and and I mean I, I've had loads of people turn around and say oh they have midges in the Lake District and all the rest and we bought we've had, we've camped in the Lake District yeah yeah you have midges try going up onto Rannoch Moor in Scotland <laughs> in the um, and then tell me the Lake District have got midges <laughs> <laughs> it's phenomenal I mean you've not experienced anything like it until you've been up there you it's no way to really repel them very easily. You, the, there are techniques and strategies to help minimise the effect, but you'll never be a billion midges when they want to drink your blood dry. Um, <laughs> I mean, you can use head nets and smidge and cover up and yada yada yada. They're they're small and they're and they're and they're relentless and, and insatiable, and they will get through anything and everything. <laughs> it's, so yeah, so yeah, I think you have to be quite strong-willed to go out. I mean, you look on the internet, there's these one-minute challenges of people putting their hands out and seeing whether they can just survive just the hand for one wow. minute. Six. And it, it's a whole challenge in itself. So you try. I did to not know that because I was thinking about the challenge for getting outside. It might be like the kind of harsher winters, but um, yeah, I hadn't thought about midges in the summer. We we prefer the colder months. Yeah. 
we much prefer the colder months so because there aren't the midges there aren't so many tourists about and and i think because you because you can get obviously the darker nights the clear skies the stars are phenomenal the more north you go because yeah. it's just so much darker and you've got no idea how bright the night sky can be just with the stars because there's so much light pollution in this country but the more north you go the more beautiful it gets if you're lucky you'll you'll see some of the northern lights come through Amazing. um uh, the wildlife the low-lying clouds that hug the the hilltops and the sides of the mountains it's epic if, if i was to rise advise anyone to go to scotland it would never be in the summer it would always be in the colder months because it's really so much that's so. really interesting and if we go back to your trail what, what yeah. have, have you had some like favorite sections of the walk i mean it's, you've probably got quite a few favorite ones but any in particular that surprised you that you liked we think uh, north yorkshire was was stunning i mean yeah. it, it really was i wasn't expecting it to be quite as picturesque as it was um i think the the elements of the the pennine way were beautiful and quite remote and barren that was quite nice i think i'm quite i think i'm naturally a wee bit biased i think scotland was probably our favorite bit yeah. so aspects west highland way was quite stunning and great glen way so that they were quite nice so yeah at the moment i think if we had to repeat any of it i'd probably do some of the Scottish sections. Yeah. North Yorkshire, as I say, was particularly beautiful. But but then saying that we've still got a good few hundred miles yet to go yeah. through the West Country. And and one thing we were looking forward to on this route more than anything was getting onto the southwest coastal part. Yeah. So yeah. to be honest, I'm kind of hoping and confident in a lot of ways the best is yet to come in. Eve's certainly yeah. the bit to yeah. get on southwest coast park she's genuinely excited oh awesome uh, so yeah so we keep telling her how many days it is till we reach barnstable because i'm on the coastal path and we're just going to sort of follow that so yeah. breathe i think that's probably yeah her thing that she's looking forward to the most so i'm hoping the best is yet to come and i think people probably will want to know about your logistics of um Obviously, Sarah's there today, but not walking with you. So how was it working with where you're sleeping every night and making sure that you guys see each other enough and things? We've done a bit of everything. We've done backpacking, um, wild camping. We've stayed in youth hostels. We've stayed in Airbnbs. We've been given uh, free accommodation by people as well that are following us. My parents have helped out because they've got a caravan as well. Obviously, we've got the camper van. We've only had the camper van two weeks something like that only about two okay. weeks that for long yeah so we've done a bit of everything yeah. to be honest i said that we haven't done quite as much of the wild camping um as we'd have liked simply because of regulations laws and all that sort of stuff it's made it a bit more challenging there hasn't been quite as yeah. many locations that are probably appropriate to do that with which is as uh, yeah which is a bit annoying I suppose but maybe that that's some of my naivety to be honest so well there's but, yeah. a whole discussion there isn't there about like the land rights movement and uh, access to land and things um it does feel quite sad that there's so many restrictions on where we're allowed to wild camp and things 
does, it does, because it just, I don't know, I mean, obviously in Scotland you've got the right to roam and you can legally world camp anywhere you want, running it's not, obviously enclosed land, military yeah. land, but in Scotland it's a done thing, so it's kind yeah. of easier in Scotland, but in England we've met quite a few quite angry farmers and various other people that don't like us being there, and trail, I mean, we spent the last few few days walking through parts of Somerset where the trails simply don't exist anymore, the farmers yeah. totally them with electric fences and it's been it's been a bit of a nightmare to be honest yeah. and sort of trying to wild camp anywhere around there i think would be would be Impossible. a little bit yeah be. so so yeah so it is unfortunate but we'll we'll make up for that when we get back to scotland yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, well, yeah. i've seen those bits about uh, i've seen some of your posts about bits of the trail that haven't been maintained or have been closed off and i think i was surprised because in my head like the walk is like fairly well known so I kind of assumed yeah probably naively that they'd have maintained the whole thing but obviously that's not been the case in some cases. Well the thing with the whole John O'Groats Land's End thing is there isn't a defined route that's oh, part okay. of it, is you find your own route. own route okay, and you do your own thing as long as you get from point A to point B and you have a continual row continual sort of row of footsteps yeah um do your own thing so I mean we're doing as average is about 1300 miles you can do it a lot shorter and you can certainly do it a lot lot longer yeah. that's that's what we're doing so part of the whole navigation and planning and all that sort of stuff is all part of the the whole challenge obviously we we've used a lot of like known footpaths like the West Highland Way and yada 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 um but part of the challenge is you find your own way it's not like some of the other oh, yeah i didn't know that that's so cool yeah yeah so so i mean we spent six months ish planning researching just the route and mm. checking up gps's and all that sort of stuff and but yeah and obviously using os maps that in theory have all the trails and public footpaths mm. and right on them but obviously the farmers have chosen different <laughs> different from the maps yeah oh dear but, yeah. oh i'm sorry to hear you've had a few uh, altercations with angry uh, angry farmers oh well it's just to be expected i suppose <laughs> so uh, while we're still talking about like yeah where you stayed overnight and stuff i figured this is a good time to because i think we're going to release this episode next week which will be still in september yeah. so you'll still be walking so it's a good shout out opportunity to anyone listening that if they've got somewhere you can uh, stay in the southwest coast path to uh, get in touch <laughs> yeah thank you yeah absolutely. <laughs> i reckon there'll be someone listening that'll get in touch and go oh i've got somewhere so uh... yeah, we've had a lot of offers to be honest there's a lot of very nice people out there and it's when things doing doing this well certainly from i suppose my selfish perspective is probably to be a bit less um critical of people's motives and stuff like that because we've had a lot of kind people yeah contact us a lot of them to be honest so yeah just be a bit more open-minded I suppose yeah. <laughs> so yeah well that's a good uh, a good lesson to take away from it I guess <laughs> and and you're raising money for the National Autistic Society raising money for them with target of 10,000 I'm not 100% sure where we're at we're nearly six thousand apparently oh, nice. so, okay so yeah so we're quite happy with that i don't tend to look at it too too much no. yeah i don't as yeah i can get quite fixated on stuff so i don't want to get yeah, yeah just in the end of the day it's as well we, we started this what was it a 
was it the day after Russia invaded the Ukraine? Then obviously the energy prices went mm. high and yada yada. Yeah. So I think feeling a bit of a pinch at the moment. Yeah. So <clears throat> I think raising six thousand pound is still a pretty. Yeah, that's, I think that's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, so, so, so if people so, out there want to sponsor you, they just need to go find your website, which is our Spectrum Adventures. Is that right? Yeah, that's the website, and we've got um just giving. That's where we do all the donations okay. and everything. So that way it's kind of separate from us. We don't have to sort of manage yeah. that. Yeah. Just go straight to the charity. So, so and have you had much contact with the charity? We've had bits, yeah. We they, we do get sort of messages of, of how you're doing and good luck. Yeah. And they just up to some event that they were running in Edinburgh and some members of the Royal Family apparently were gonna be there. But obviously that got cancelled. Yeah. Um I think that last night actually but anyway obviously that got cancelled obviously because of the queen the queen yeah um so yeah so that's probably gonna get rescheduled and so we'll go up there and yeah so we're good yeah yeah it's it's only here it's nice so yeah it's good yeah awesome well i don't want to take up too much of your time um just before i ask you my last three little personal questions was there anything else you wanted to kind of tell people listening about your adventure or do you think you kind of covered most of it I mean, the, the only th- uh, thing I suppose if people are listening and thinking about it is just to do it. Life's pretty short. I was doing this more. This was really Sarah's pushing. I don't think, to be honest, I, I, in fact, I can tell you I wouldn't have done this off my own back if this yeah. was Sarah saying, <clears throat> um, I'm trying not to swear now, but just get on with you can it. swear, that's right. And, and, but, but well basically Sarah turned around and said fuck it just just get on with it just do it yeah yeah just do it so that's what we did so don't be afraid just sort of try and do what you can and get out of there and just give it a go what's the worst that's going to happen and the whole home education thing is I think you do have to take it seriously but just chill with it I mean the yeah. end of the day for a child see where they take it help support them in every way that you can because there is a big community out there they will help you they will support you and go for it and because I don't think you'll look back and I certainly don't think you'll regret it it's but it's in our opinion it's one of the best decisions in our adult life we have made only one of the best decisions we feel at the moment we've made for our daughter and for Eve is to home educate her because the amount of stuff that she's learning she can do is it's amazing so don't be afraid there is a lot of help and support out there for you we'll help and support you contact us we'll, we'll do what we can and just do it and you won't look back you won't regret it it's the best move you could possibly make yeah yeah i absolutely agree yeah absolutely i've never i, I think there's been times when it's been exhausting and tiring and i thought oh and then when i think about the alternative i think no no we're doing what's best for our family at the end of the day anything in life that's worth doing and that is important etc and requires a bit of effort you're yeah, not going to get anywhere without a bit of effort yeah without growth. so do you know what i mean at the end of the day and the kids yeah do and because the end of the day it's only going to last a few years and then oh, it goes so, so fast yeah so don't be afraid just do it because it's the best decision you, you can make and 
you'll be amazed what you can do and you'll, you'll amaze yourself the amount of stuff that you'll learn as well as you go yeah. along good advice Ian <laughs> for life there, in general <laughs> there we go um so I'll just ask you really quickly my last three questions that I've been asking everyone because it's a nice way to finish and the first one is how do you relax um I, I, to be honest this is one of the hardest ones out of all the <laughs> that you sent us because I genuinely don't know I just think we just get on with stuff yeah. I, don't, I don't really know to be honest I can't really answer that because I think we do relax but I don't think we I think we just keep going yeah yeah, yeah. active rest is yours then yeah yeah basically I think some people like to chill out and do I don't know go to the swimming pool or, or I don't know watch your film I know we're just kind of not those sorts of people no. <laughs> that's probably a good thing if you don't feel like you need to like allocate time to relax that's probably a pretty good sign of your guys uh, quality of life hopefully hopefully I mean obviously there's times for everyone that they just need a bit of time out but that's perfectly yeah. normal and oh, Sarah yeah. will go and I'll go and do my thing and yada yada yeah. yada but yeah I, yeah I, I, I don't actually know I don't think we have any definitive Oh, that's fine. That's a valid answer as well. <laughs> um, and you probably don't have much time to read while you're on the road. But if you're listening to any music or podcasts or anything that you'd like to share. We are. Eve is listening mainly to, to Harry Potter, the yep. audiobooks read by Stephen Fry and David Valiums. We're about to start listening to The Hobbit on an audio, on a audio book while we're walking. So, we live, I'm reading a book by Stephen Hawkins at the moment and listening to podcasts by uh, what's the name uh, her name's gone now it's a lady on Radio 4 something Fry she's a mathematician um, um, I think it's Hannah Fry um, listening to that and Sarah tends to do a lot of reading more sort of deeper reading so she reads um, I can't remember the sort of books she's reading at the moment Oh, um, um, say again. Jane Austen. Jane Austen yeah, and all a bit more sort of deeper, deeper stuff. So, yeah, so. quite a good array. <laughs> and lastly, yeah, <laughs> lastly, why is being outdoors important to you? Um, because it's a way of life. It's what we do. Yeah, <laughs> nice and simple. Nice and simple. It's just where we're happiest, where we feel most at home um we're not house proud we we just like to get out yeah as much as we can and yeah just live an outdoor active adventurous lifestyle as much as we can and well now we put it all on the internet as well so <laughs> everyone can see it so. well that's lush i think that's one of the good things about the internet is it's so nice to be able to share in other people's adventures isn't it yeah, that's it so yeah there we go yeah. Brilliant. Oh, thank you so much for your time today. I know that um, you guys are really busy, so I really do appreciate you taking the time to come and chat to me. Thank you. Yeah, and thank you for talking to us. It's been been appreciated. Thank you for inviting us on. So thank oh, you. Oh, no, you're welcome. And um, good luck with the rest of the walk. I look forward to seeing particularly how you find the Southwest Coast Path. Yeah, yeah, we are quite excited about that, even particularly with all the beaches and that. So mind you, so Sarah, to be honest. So, yeah. <laughs> Make sure you have plenty of ice creams. Uh, he doesn't go short of ice cream because we've got a buy me a coffee fund and people donate sort of money to us and nearly everyone that uh, donation we get is free to buy an ice cream so thank you to <laughs>
then that Eve is definitely not short of ice cream. Brilliant. So. For everyone out there, go and find them on Just Giving and what's that one? Buy me a coffee. Is it dot com? I don't actually know to be honest. But if LinkedIn. they go to our Spectrum Adventures, they'll see it all, won't they? Yeah, I mean put yeah. it on the Facebook as well. So it's all Brilliant. Honest. Thank you. Awesome. Brilliant. Brilliant. Well you take care. Thank you for talking yeah, to us. You too. Thanks so much, Ian. That was so much fun. Cheers. Bye. Bye. So thank you again to Ian, Sarah and Eve for sparing me some time last week to tell me all about their adventure. All the best guys as you could kind of do your last few uh, weeks along the southwest coast path as you uh, kind of approach your destination. Uh, I hope it goes really well and the weather's kind for you as you're starting to walk into autumn. Uh, everyone who's been listening, please go and uh, give them some support on their social media and website pages. You can find them easily at Our Spectrum Adventures and come back in two weeks' time for our next episode. Thanks for listening.